Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set, podcast where we review films that are in cinema right now. However, this is our Oscar season, so I've not seen this in the cinema, I watched this at home. Well, I um, saw it in the cinema. Well, aren't you just the best for the film industry? Well, I just, I prefer to see these films in the cinema if I can at all make that happen, just because I feel like it's a better experience. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Because when I watch films at home, I'm normally like distracted. When I'm in the cinema, I'm like, even if it's a bad film, I'm not looking at my phone, I'm fully engaged with the film. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well, I like to watch the like to watch the Oscar nominations with my housemates, so that's what we're doing here. Sure. He, um, these are the three months when Harry briefly dumps me as a cinema partner, and we just yeah. I've been with Charlotte longer. Oh, fine, fine. Um. Anyway, so yes, we're going to be reviewing all the Oscar films before the Oscars happen, mm-hmm. um, as we obviously posted here on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is I guess the first of that. Especially, obviously, yeah, we've done a lot we, of them we've already. Seen more than half of them, I believe. Already, yeah, there's only a few that we haven't already re- just reviewed as, as a part of our general cinema going. But yeah, yeah. So we're going to start off with Vice. Don't mm-hmm. know why we're starting with Vice, but we are. Just um, one we've both seen recently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think of this movie? I didn't like this. No, me neither. Oh, I'm glad. Did you like? Was it The Big Short? Is that, is that what it was Not called? Not really. Oh, that, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, Watch, it's the same people. Yeah, I realised watching Vice that. Adam McKay, the director of both mm. films, his style of filmmaking is not a style that I enjoy. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree. It's As far as I can tell, it's political dramas of which mm. I have no context of what is going on mm. um, and also no interest in okay. what is going on. Sure. So it's very difficult for me to get engaged. Sure. And I feel like what he needs to do to become a better filmmaker, not that he's not bad, like he's clearly recognised, mm-hmm. Um, but what he needs to do is to just make it more accessible for people. That's 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 all I can really say. Sure. Like, if, in what sense like, do you like, find it to be inaccessible? Because I don't know what's going on, and I and I don't know what's going on beforehand. Like, I know little bits of like, oh, nine eleven happened. Mm-hmm. All right, but and, like, right. I, I know I know vague politics from the outside. Mm-hmm. More of these things should be explained a little bit. So, mm-hmm. as an example, to kind of back up my point here, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. is a topic of which I have no interest in sure. and I have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. But that film explains it in such a way that it becomes entertaining sure, and yeah. interesting to watch and I learn something. Mm-hmm. This film does not do that. This is pretty much the same complaint I had about The Post last year. Sure, okay. Um, which is, I mean, not a million miles away from the same topic. No, no, sure, I get um, it. Where it's just an American political drama or political scandal, essentially. Mm-hmm. And this film even touches on the same Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. I also have no interest what's going on. And by the end of the film, neither of those things have changed. Okay. That's interesting. The Wolf of Wall Street changes those things when you watch it. That's interesting. I mean, because I remember we talked about The Post, which I also didn't like very much. And Mm -hmm. I also struggled with because I don't know a lot about the Watergate scandal. But I remember saying on The Post, I I think I actually said, I wish this film had had like text on the screen or a voiceover that Mm. was explaining what was going on. And I mean, this film has both. Like... I didn't feel like this film... I mean, fair enough, I, I'm a little bit older. I do remember Dick Cheney enough. And, and I, I, have, I have some very basic knowledge of who Dick Cheney is. Not mm-hmm. not loads by any means, because I'm not yeah. you know, particularly invested in American politics. But I remember who he was. Um, but I, yeah, I, I do feel like this film... 
I didn't find it difficult to follow necessarily. Like I could understand. No, yeah, I agree. The story. If anything, my problem. I had a lot of problems with this film, but one of the problems I had was that it was so obviously biased, but it was presenting itself as a documentary, mm. sort of. But it was weird. It was like if it, it's this kind of style that Adam McKay has, where a film is half documentary, half like scripted drama like yeah. like a documentary with acting I just don't get it it's not something that works for me I think that he thinks he's funnier than he is Adam McKay massively it felt like, so pleased with itself I noticed it at the very start when it opens with a bit of a credit of just like Dick Cheney's a very private man mm-hmm. and so you know we've had to take some liberties here to tell the best story we could but we tried our fucking best Ugh. and at that point I was like no you are not Spike Lee Black Klansman? Yeah. Yeah. You are not Spike Lee. You can't get away with that kind of thing just mm-hmm. yet. Like, Spike Lee has... I mean, I've only seen Black Klansman of his, mm-hmm. but that one, just the language that he was using in pretty much the same kind of opening credits yeah. of, like, you know, just taking some liberties with the the language you're using. Sure, sure, sure. He did it in such a much better way. Yeah. That was, that was funny. Yes. Um, And this one just... Uh, no, you're just swearing unnecessarily and I'm not enjoying it and no. you really put me off the film just in, yeah. the, in the first sentence. I agree. I was instantly put off. Mm. Same. As soon as that came up, I was like, no, I'm out. I don't like this. Yeah. Because it felt like, it felt really pleased with itself and really smug and really like, well, it's not the truth, but you know, like, it was like watching somebody, it was like watching a like college presentation like homework mm, yeah written lazily yeah. like we yes. couldn't be bothered researching so we'll just, like, we'll just try and get make a joke of it oh we did our fucking best like yeah no and it's like well i kind of think if you can't get all the information so you as filmmakers need to take some liberties yeah when you're talking about something like this don't take those liberties and just don't make the movie make a film with something else there are many other political topics that, sure. that, that are more well known and can be covered mm-hmm if you don't know it, then don't talk about it like that because people are just going to form opinions around a political drama. Mm. And if they've got incorrect information, which I'm assuming this film is full of. Yeah. Yeah, it immediately undermined itself. Yeah. Immediately. And it was like... I mean, all films have a... Even documentaries, they all have a bias because whoever's directing them has is going to... It's yeah, very it's, hard it, to not it, let your own personal... Exactly. Get. It's almost impossible not yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. And But the, the thing that I found unsettling about this and is that it's... Do, when you watch a documentary, sometimes I find documentaries are often even more biased than narrative films because they usually are someone's point of view. Yeah. Like Michael Moore, you know, the guy who does who did uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 and you know, all of those really famous ones. Like, he's very much very liberal and his films have a very liberal sensibility. Mm. You know, even David Attenborough, he's massively an environmentalist. So obviously his films are going to be if you will, biased on the side of the, you know the natural world. You know, mm-hmm. his films aren't going to be talking about any potential benefits of building, you know, I don't know, fracking, or whatever. And yeah. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm absolutely not saying that. I wanted to see a film that was painting Dick Cheney in a sympathetic light, or I, I don't want to see a film that's like, hey, fracking's great. Yeah, I'm not. That's not the point I'm making. By all accounts, Dick Cheney, by most accounts, I should say, is a terrible man who's been responsible for some really shady dealings, but. Well, that's the thing I don't know, and yeah. this film doesn't educate me on that either. No, yeah. mm-hmm. Like it, the bits where it's biased are the only bits where I feel like I'm have the potential to learn anything. Mm-hmm. Of just like, oh, he's controlling, he's controlling Bush completely. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's true. 
Yeah. So it's impossible for me to form an opinion about Dick Cheney while watching this film. Yeah. No, that's it. I, I didn't know what this film was trying to say. Yeah. I didn't have any idea what it was trying to tell me because I didn't feel like it had an opinion. It's It was very much... It was definitely biased in the sense that it was like, this character is not... This is a bad person. Mm. But it didn't really want to dig into him. Like, it's interesting... When Christian Bale won an award for playing the character, I think it was the Golden Globe he won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in his acceptance speech, he said, I would like to thank Satan. And anyway, that, that's a funny joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I thought it was very telling. It was like, okay, so you've not really, you've not really tried to understand this person's psychology. You've, just, you've gone in believing that you are playing an evil person. Mm. And personally, again, I, don't, I, I feel like people are going to listen to this and feel like I'm defending Dick Cheney, which I'm not at all. But... I'm, it's not interesting to me. This I, I don't believe that people are evil. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the. I mean, I, I think I believe in evil deeds. I don't believe in evil people. Mm-hmm. I think everyone is. I don't think anyone believes themselves to be a bad person. Or very few people. Yeah. Most people, on the whole, think that they're even the worst person you can think of, in their own head, is justified in what they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For whatever greater good they believe in. So. If a film looks at a person like Dick Cheney and doesn't actually isn't interested in like being well, well, why is he the way he is? What what might his justification be for his behavior? Then it's not saying anything. And this film just treated Dick Cheney like this almost cartoon villain, mm. like he's just this irredeemable asshole. And maybe he is to most people like who have encountered him in the real world. But what, again, what's the point? What, what's the point of this film if it's not trying to be like well, maybe this is why he is the way he is, and maybe this is. Without that kind of level of empathy, I just don't understand what the point is at all. Yeah, it's like, even even Hitler, even a film about Hitler needs to explain why Hitler believed what he believed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you just have Hitler as a villain, then yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, lots of films like Indiana Jones have like evil Nazis, but that's different. That's well, then, entertainment. Well, well then, if, if you want to make it a good film, then yeah, you need to explain it. But if yeah. they if they are just the villain, then fine, they can just be the villain for villainous reasons. Sure. They like villainy. Yes. But if they're the main character... Yeah, and I mean, if this film is... This film is, like... Dick Cheney is the main character yeah, in this, Yeah, and it's putting itself out as an intellectual documentary-style yeah. film. Then. It needs to give it needs to give the reasons and the motivations behind yeah. everything, and yeah. it fails to do so. Yeah, I felt like I was watching a PowerPoint documentary with <laughs> actors. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. really felt like... These are my... These are Adam McKay's opinions on Dick Cheney, and here's Christian Bale and Amy Adams in some terrible wigs doing mm-hmm. those, acting out some key scenes. I forgot Amy Adams was in this. Yeah, so did I. My housemate was saying, um, do you think this is going to be Amy Adams' um, Oscar? Like, I really as, as, hope as, not. As in her lifetime Oscar. Yeah. You know, like Leo's Revenant Oscar. Sure. And like, oh God, no, I really hope not. Because, yeah, this film, she she was fine. Yeah. Like, she, she was good or whatever, but she's not memorable. No. It is probably one of the least memorable roles that she's played. Mm-hmm. Um if the, if what? She deserves to win for a much better role than this. She deserves to win for a lot of things. Yeah. This is not it. No. She was given almost nothing to do in this mm. other than just, you know, be there. She got one emotional scene, I think. Sure. Um I'm making sure I'm not getting mixed up with another movie, but <laughs> yeah, she got one emotional scene where she actually, you know, tells people No, I am getting mixed up and getting mixed up with um uh sorry, the Apollo eleven movie. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Oh, oh, yeah, a first man. <laughs> yeah, that was Claire Foy. Yeah, sorry, no, I was getting mixed up with Claire Foy's one scene where she gets something to do. Well, Amy Adams does have like her one scene in this when she's like, 
I'm not going to marry a loser, so you need to pull yourself together. After when, after he gets... Okay, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm just yeah. getting those two mixed you get, up. I understand what this... you mean. It's the same character, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except Claire Foy's character is not presented as like evil. But, you know, mm. like, yeah. but no, I thought that was weird too, because Amy Adams' character is... I mean, again, it's based on a real woman, Lynn Cheney. And mm. so I'm guessing the elements of... You know, the scenes where she takes over from him. There's a lot of scenes that suggest that she's the real power behind him, where she mm-hmm. she's a better public speaker than he is. It, there's mm-hmm. lots of scenes where he fails as a public speaker. She gets up and takes his place when he has one of his many heart attacks. And so yeah. and she's actually quite good at it. She seems smarter. She keeps him on the right track. She pulls, you know, She keeps him on the straight and narrow. So there's all of this, like, okay, so it's one of those behind every great man, there's a great woman kind of mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. But then it never really digs into why she, what she wants, like who she, who is she, mm-hmm. what does what why does she, what what her what's her belief system, what what does she want at the end of all this, and mm-hmm. that's the point. It doesn't tell you what either of the characters or anyone around them really wants mm-hmm. or why they act the way they. It doesn't. It, it really just only scratches the surface. It's all very shallow. It's yeah. really really shallow for a film that's like pseudo intellectual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I guess that she was she was fine in it. Yeah, she she's as good as she could have been. But... She's not going to win the Oscar for I it. I hope not. I'll be annoyed if she is. I'll be I'll be extremely annoyed because yeah. then that means that people from the favorite will not be winning. Sure. Which not to say that they're the best for the award necessarily because I've not seen all the films, but mm. they're pff, multiple levels above so above, above this just because yeah. they've got stuff to do. Yeah, and I'd just be annoyed for Amy Adams because of all the films she's done to win for that would be insulting. Like... Yeah, to win for just being the wife of the main character. Yeah, exactly. That's, not exciting. Yeah. I mean, we've already got Glenn Close probably going to win literally for being the wife. We don't need to. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that I've already got Amy Adams mixed up with Claire Foy. Yeah, exactly. playing yeah. the same role. Like, Pretty much, yeah. It's not, that's not what an Oscar should be awarded Lecturing for. in a bad wig. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both of them, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lecturing a husband in a bad wig. Lecturing a husband in a bad wig, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, what do you think of Christian Bale on the whole? As his performance, his 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 weight gain for the role, his makeup, his wigs. Again, like I, I mean, he. It's not like he was bad by any means. Like he's mm. obviously he's a very good actor, but again, I didn't feel like he humanized the character in any way. Mm-hmm. He was play. He, he like he. There was no scenes when I was like, oh, this is bad acting or anything. But he didn't. Again, he didn't like dig into the character or make you at any moment feel anything about who this person might be what what's this person's like internal monologue what's he what does he really what does he want out of life what are his ambitions what are his dreams what mm. makes him what drives him it was just like it, it felt like a competent but shallow performance mm-hmm. and i'm kind of bored of christian bale just like doing these very serious like i've transformed my entire body kind of thing like why did this need to be christian bale it absolutely didn't it's well, I mean, him and the director, I've forgotten the name of. Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Sure. They've worked together in the past. Fair enough, sure. So there's that. I guess mm. that maybe there is an advantage to picking an actor you've worked with before. You know, you, you can work well together and you can, you know, the performance you can get out of somebody. Sure. Um, but yeah, it could have, there's, there's probably a lot more people who look more like Dick yeah. Cheney if why that's not, what they were going yeah. for. So Dick Cheney's, he's fat, so why not just cast a fat actor? Yeah. yeah. Why get an actor who's, like... Even if it was like Christian, okay, Christian Bale's going to play uh, the character when he's in his forties. So you know, mm. like in the or in his thirties, whatever. You know, in the the earlier, the younger scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's not in all the prosthetics, he's just putting a bit of weight for it. And fair enough, that's very common. Yeah. Do that, and then cast an older actor to play older Dick Cheney. Yeah. But put him in all those prosthetics and stuff. It just, it it didn't add anything. No. For didn't. me at all. No. It's 
it's something that's starting to I'm starting to find a bit boring because it's it started with Robert De Niro back in the seventies when he did Raging Bull, that boxing film. He's well, he's the fir- basically he's the first actor who really got a lot of like acclaim and attention for like changing his body, like putting on a lot of well, basically he put on a lot of body muscle to play a boxer in his prime, mm-hmm. and then he plays later in the film he plays like the boxer like later in life when he's like out of shape, and he put on a lot of fat for that and stuff, mm-hmm. and he won an Oscar I believe for that role, etc. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but it was like, okay, great, you're playing a boxer, a character who is always topless mm-hmm. so it makes sense yeah and so it was like fair enough that was part of the arc of the character there was no need for christian bale to put on all that weight like no. it was just it didn't add it because the film wasn't about like his physical appearance no, yeah it wasn't at all was it not, it, was, it didn't it didn't like maybe he looks a little bit stressed in the face and his hair yeah. falling out but it wasn't christian bale's hair <laughs> no exactly it was just like it wasn't relevant it was like it was to make him look more like dick cheney shot sure. yeah but why not just cast an actor who looks a bit more like dick cheney yeah like they cast Sam Rockwell for George Bush, like yeah. that worked because he he was doing a he was doing sort of the pinched face that just mm-hmm. he, he had the look. He did have um, the look. He, I he, he wasn't doing. I I don't know George Bush that well because like obviously all you ever see of him is just what you see on telly. Sure, yeah. Most of what you see here is George Bush not doing TV appearances. It's Sam Rockwell turning up to a party and being drunk. Sam Rockwell at a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Which. I mean, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as Sam Rockwell comes on, you know it's Sam Rockwell. You do. I'm. I've got. I, I mean, I do like Sam Rockwell a lot. I am baffled that he's been nominated for an Oscar for that. Yeah, me too. I don't it's, think there's enough there. I think it's very much. Oh, you won last year, so everyone likes you, so you did another thing. So let's just put you in again. Yeah. Like he's he's in, he's not he's hardly in the film. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know it's best supporting, so you don't need to be in it all the time. But he's really barely in the film. I'll be less surprised if Steve Carell had got it. You know, at least he's actually in it quite a bit. Like, mm. Not that I think that is an Oscar-worthy performance either, but, you know, at least he's quite significant. No. Do you like, think there's any Oscar-worthy performances in this? I really don't. No. No, I can't well, think of any. No, I mean, they're the only... I would say the only characters that really stood out for me were you know, Christian Bale and Amy Adams as the main two, obviously, and then you've mm. got Steve Carell's in it quite a lot as mm-hmm. his kind of mentor. The Is it Donald Don Rumsfeld he plays, I think? Yeah. Another, like, high-ranking real-life American politician um, who I don't know a terrible amount... a terrible a lot amount about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, other than that, like Sam Rockwell has a few little cameos as George Bush, but he's not no. in it much. And then there's no. little bits here and there. But no, there's no one performance that stands out as like, oh my God, in the way that Olivia Coleman in The Favourite or, you know, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, mm. you know. Yeah. There's nothing that makes me think, or even Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody, you know. Like, yeah. It's just, there's, yeah, Christian Bale is perfectly good and, you know, good for you. You, you know, transformed yourself as mm-hmm. you always do for films. Like, yeah. Amy Adams. She's not a bad. She's she's not capable of bad acting. Like she's fine, but mm-hmm. it doesn't give them enough. So it, all the performances are like quite shallow. This film is one hundred percent just Oscar bait. Like no one's mm. no one's ever gonna watch this film again. No, yeah, that's the other thing that annoyed me. It's purely it's so ephemeral. It's mm. like totally for this season, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's it's. It, it, I don't think it's gonna win very much. I hope um, not. I really I like, hope I, not. I absolutely hope not, and I think not as well. Mm-hmm. And then once it's gone, it's gone. No one's going to remember it until Adam McKay comes out with another film, and then we're like, oh yeah, the guy that did the Big Short and Vice, you know that, uh... that, that Vice one, and that's it. That's that's the only time people are going to reference it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this film. No, I really. Don't. There were so many bits about this film that actively annoyed me. Yeah, I hated the fake credit scene. Oh, that was the only bit that I enjoyed. Really? Because, well, initially I didn't quite see it coming. Like, I, mm-hmm. I felt that it, that it was sort of the 
golf course scene or was it a golf course or something? Yeah, they're on a golf or course. Or fishing yeah. or something, mm-hmm. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it was looking like it was sort of wrapping up or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, it feels like it's wrapping up. And then they started doing these sort of story things of you know what they do in credits of just like, oh, and then, you know, they did this for the rest of their life and they died they happily. happily or, after, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. um, and I was like, okay, I can see what they're doing here. It's, it's, it's a fake it, out, yeah. This is funny, I enjoyed it. Too. And then they just took to the next level and the next level and the next level. And mm. I thought that was good comedy. Okay. That's the only bit of the film that I liked. Fair enough. I found it a little bit, again, it's that, that it was just like thinking it was more clever than it was kind of humour that I didn't really I did get that element of it too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. What was, um, what did you think of Jesse Plemons' whole character? He's the narrator. Meth Damon. Meth that Damon, was. Yeah. Mm, I didn't. I I didn't know. He was what sh- he he should have been explaining more of the film to us. Yeah, he should have been in much a more, more interesting way. Yeah. He kind of pops in and out as the narrator. Yeah, and yeah, the film needs a narrator. We've covered that, but it doesn't do the job as well as it should have done. And uh, they definitely tried something with tying him into being like, oh, he's a soldier mm-hmm. who's been you know sent to. At that point, was it Iraq? Yes, it was Iraq, yes. Um, yeah, he's been sent to Iraq because of Dick Cheney's politics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does his service. He's he, he's amazing. Soldiers are amazing. Don't forget how amazing soldiers are, yeah. everybody. Don't forget. Um, and then just gets knocked over in an innocent accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, dies and then becomes the heart donor for Dick Cheney. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Earlier in the film, he's like, who do you think, who am I, do you say? Well, me. what have I, what have I got to do with dick cheney well we're kind of related but we'll talk about that later mm. and because i know that part of dick cheney's story that he got he got a heart transplant from mm-hmm. a younger man who was a soldier i was like oh oh so you're the heart transplant then. and as soon as he said it was like and this is like very early in the film I was like great so you're the heart transplant like mm-hmm. I, I actually f- saw that coming okay very quickly in advance so after that i was just even more annoyed i was like oh great so you're that character so come on <laughs> let's have it and then so when he gets hit by the car i was just like great sure yeah you're that yeah and again it's it's just annoying to me that I don't like this. If a film is a do- is going to present itself as a documentary, and then to also go into all this weird ugh, stuff about like, oh, he, but look, look at all these close-ups on his like black heart filled with tar. I know it's like because of all the smoke, and that's why he had all, he had all those heart attacks because he was a shit. He like smoked like he famously smoked like three packs of cigarette a day for like forty years. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, his heart, but he was filled with tar. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Oh, because his tar and his blacks like it's just like his soul. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's just it was yeah. so heavy handed. It was it so heavy handed. It like, was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got nothing else to say. I'm, only, pre- I'm, I'm pretty much done. Yeah, only that I just didn't like it. Um, yeah, what was Naomi Watts doing in this film? She wasn't. She it? was like just randomly playing in a Fox News reader. She was playing like, at, at random scenes, but mm. it was like you, you're you're better than this. Yeah, you could be you you could be doing better than this. Like, Maybe she's just tight for work at the moment. Possibly, yeah. I mean, did was there anything you, any other characters that stood out to you? Anything that you liked? Or Not any, really. I mean, it's, it's quite a forgettable film to be. It honest. really is. Yeah. I mean, I watched this a couple of weeks ago, and all I can remember is like a vague sense of annoyance. Mm. Uh, what would you rate it out of ten then? I give this about a three, four. Three or four? I really just didn't like it. I, I, I didn't like it. I don't think it was badly made. Like, you know, I've given films threes and fours in the past when they've been, like, really badly made. Stuff like Mortal Engines or stuff like yeah. Predator, you know. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. It's not that. You know, it's not badly made. It's just really not to my taste. It just gave me icky feelings that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to give it... Um, I'm going to give it a two. Okay, wow. And I think that 
Yeah, it's definitely not to my taste. Mm. And also, it's badly made. Okay, yeah. You don't say it. I, I think this actively should not win awards. Okay, yeah. I don't think it's like a nominee for the Razzies or anything like that. No, yeah. But, uh, it's just... It's it's it it's way worse than it thinks it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about the end of the post credit sequence or the end credit sequence when it's like in the it kind of comments on itself in a way that again I found really smug and unpleasant. Remind me when it's it's the talk because there's a whole scene earlier on when they're doing um what's that thing called focus grouping mm-hmm. when it's about how Dick Cheney did focus grouping on how to rebrand climate change rebrand global warming as climate change so that people wouldn't worry yeah. about it as much you know. Uh, versus terrorism the war on terror all that kind of stuff which was somewhat interesting mm-hmm. uh, but then at the end it's like the focus group is talking about the film and the same focus group people are like this film's just liberal bullshit you know it's fake news and then the Donald Trump guy just kind of goes Donald Trump Donald Trump and then they start punching each other and it's like ugh yeah this film like I feel like this film had utter contempt for its audience <laughs> you know what I mean like it thought it was so above the people who were watching it and I was mm. like this is just ugh no mm-hmm. don't like it this is the kind of film that puts me off being a fan of the Oscars mm-hmm. because it really sort of hammers home that the Oscars is an American award show. Yeah. Because the Brits would not go anywhere near this for very obvious reasons, like it's purely American politics. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be interested to see, it's the BAFTAs this Sunday. I'll be interested to see, and this is nominated for quite a few BAFTAs. Really? Yeah, it is. Well, they that all nominate, surprises they me all nominate the same films. And the BAFTAs normally awards British actors mm-hmm. over American actors because, you know, just yeah. because. So Olivia Colman, I think, is obviously going to win Best Actress. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Christian Bale wins Best Actor because he's British. Is he? He is, yeah. He's got a British accent. Yeah, he's Welsh, I believe. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But yeah. I agree, I mean, this film is the kind of film that the BAFTAs, I think, normally would avoid because it's mm. not very good and it's aggressively American. Yeah. But because it has a British cast member, I do wonder. I mm. hope not. I hope they give it to somebody else. But, mm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. <sighs> What a crap film. Yeah. This, I, what a waste I, of time. I believe and hope this will be at the bottom of my Oscar list this year when we do our ranking mm. in a few weeks' time. I mean, I've not seen Green Book yet. I've not seen Roma yet. But I'm, so far, this is definitely... I'm expecting good things from both of those films. I'm expecting good things from Roma. Green Book could go either way, but it'll have to be really bad to be worse than this. Like, yeah. This, real, this, this, this one angered me in a way that very few Oscar films do. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, well um... that was a negative episode, but it was a... <laughs> Not a very good film. Righty, yeah. So what was it? Two and a three. Two and a three, yeah. Um, lovely. Great. Well, thank you very much for listening. And uh, please do tune in next week where we'll be reviewing another Oscar film. Yes. Which I can tell you we're both much more excited about. Good. It'll be a great episode. Great. So thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. bye. Let's go beyond. Beyond the box set. <laughs>